I mean, knowing yeah. knowing you enough, it just feels uh, dirty to see uh, Star Wars toys. There's supposed to be Star Trek toys. What are we What are we even doing here? These are like I have. I you know, when I was a young young person, I was very into both. So mm. I have stuff of both. Okay. Even though I haven't, I don't, I don't, I don't think I, I, I don't think I watched Star Wars anything. Since I was a young man, and <laughs> since there were only three movies, and two of them were pretty good. Now there's there's twenty three movies, and two of them are pretty good. Roughly twenty four to ninety two hours ago, Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned three specific humorists to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they will now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience in a show called Stab. Stab begins! Let's meet the members of tonight's panel. Our first panelist has an insatiable love of wet bread, even though he knows it's not good for him. You can catch him on the new Ha Ha Risings comedy tour this Saturday. It's Ryan King! Our second panelist is actually a duffel bag full of tour shirts wished to life by a lonely roadie. He's a writer, performer, and director of Squad Patrol. It's Marco Gabodi! Yay! And our third panelist told you so, but would you listen? No! (laughs) You can hear them exploring the neon wastelands in the current season of the Neopunk City podcast. It's Melanie Ford. Yay! And I'm your host, Jesse Jones. If found, please return to your local electronics store for a gift card of approximately equal value. Welcome, everyone, to the Stab Show. Let's really get into knowing those first three people I mentioned a little bit more. Ryan King, welcome. Hi there. Welcome, sir. Hello. How's things? Oh, uh, pretty ba- I mean, <laughs> I'm good, but things are... Things are bad, but I'm good. Yeah. I'm okay, but things are bad. I do keep uh, <laughs> meaning to remind myself to stop asking people how they're doing and how things are and just anything about the world. It sucks ass, <laughs> yeah. but, but I'm doing okay. Well, good. Uh, yeah. What, what have you been? How are you? Can I'm I all, ask that? I'm all right. I've been locked okay. in this room for six months. <laughs> I don't. I don't leave. <laughs> Um, that's not strictly true. Uh, what have you been up to, Ryan? How have you been keeping yourself busy? Uh, I've been gaming, friend. <laughs> uh, and it's, it's not good. It's not, I've, I've been uh, gaming to the wee hours of the morning. I, I've just been trying to, to grasp, uh, like, some sense of, like, routines and normalcy and that kind of stuff. I've been hanging in there, you know. Sure. Yeah. Drinking but- lots of Spindrift never hurts. <laughs> Spindrift? Tell me more. Oh, man. It's sparkling water with a real squeezed fruit in it. Oh, you mean they squeeze it right into the can? Yeah, bloop, right, <laughs> bloop right in there. Oh, spin drift. A... Bloop. There you go. Dramatic reenactment. <laughs> oh, if you don't finish this show with a endorsement deal, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with the world except oh, for everything. Okay. Uh <laughs> Marco Cabote. Hey there, friendo. Hey, Jesse. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm all right. Uh, how's things in your neck of the world? Oh, they're good. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing fine. <laughs> I, I, got, I got no complaints. <laughs> That's other good. Than, other than the, 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 um, the Choose My Own Adventure people <laughs> took, my, <laughs> took my show down or whatever I did recently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Other than that. <laughs> Everything's I, pretty good. I had heard actually after after because I asked you about that and after you mentioned it, I remember hearing that they are a notoriously litigious group. That was what we joked about when we wrote a Choose Your Own Adventure show. We were yeah. like, "Well, we hear this and it's like that's sure, but that's just something you hear." And then it was like, "Oh no, they're serious about it." So yeah, you know, so good for them. <laughs> they have to protect their intellectual property. Yeah, Apparently, you know, they gotta. Know. Because until those books came along, nobody, <laughs> nobody said that. Nobody thought about how something else could go. It was just linear until <laughs> until those folks came along. Yeah. So we heard that you had a, a fun show this 
last week. It was really good, and you can't you, I, you can't say otherwise. So <laughs> you don't know if that's true or not. But it's pretty great. Yeah. Hopefully it'll uh, it'll come back up. No, yeah, we're gonna repost it. We'll we'll take care of whatever we need to do to to get it back up. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. I think. Um, I mean, if you want my two cents, which you don't. Um, <laughs> just any time. Just the uh, the the chunky. Uh, anytime choose your own adventure or something is said, just the uh, uh, all right. Now we're going to choose your own adventure, uh, or just just the muting, the uh, the the manual bleeping, changing words, uh, the like cable the cable edit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can just do that. Yeah, where you just <laughs> no. We're gonna just have to bleep. I think they only have to bleep one part. I think it was more about. Uh, Writing it, saying it, yeah, over and over and over on the internet. Oh yeah, that just got their attention. I'm sure they've got their uh, their Google. Uh, they got something that searches for those words. Exactly. Yeah, you can't draw your attention to yourself if you're going to try yeah. and choose adventures. You have to do it yeah. quietly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Squad Patrol otherwise is going well. Well, for having to do stuff online or whatever, like every other person that yeah. does comedy and is, is is like mildly awkward, but yeah. you know. It's, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you know how it is. You're in a you're in an empty comedy club right now. I am. It's awkward and weird. <laughs> yeah. And actually, I hadn't heard a better slogan for 2020 than <laughs> than this is, this is fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's okay. It's, you know, we can do. It's fine. It's fine. It's good. It's good. I'm not complaining. I don't have complaints. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's exactly what everyone's inner monologue uh, has <laughs> sounded like for six months. Well, thanks for joining us, Marco. Always wonderful. Uh, Melanie, hey there. How are you? I, I stopped saying that. Um, <laughs> I, that's all I've got. How are you, Melanie? I'm, I'm all right. Um, I so I keep track of like how many of these I've done, and this is my tenth. Oh, is it? Because Ooh, I, I keep, nice. I keep track of them wow. too. Because I'm a weird, fucking uh, stat nerd. Let's see. I guess, I guess technically it's ten and a half because I did the Christmas show. But uh, I think I count that. Oh, see, I, I have uh, this as being eleven. Hold on, let me search, Melanie <laughs> in the spreadsheet. Um, I have well, you. Shows and then the Christmas special. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> there you are. Yeah, that's 10. So this is 11. Yeah, welcome. You're getting up there and yeah. be, because we like you a lot. That, we wouldn't... The people yeah. that we don't rarely get to double digits. <laughs> oh, fuck. Good, good rule. You know, oh, good. Shit. Yeah, you hang in there, Ryan. You're not oh, quite fuck. there. <laughs> Spindrift is a delicious beverage. <laughs> This gets you halfway there. I'm looking at it right now. This says this is your fifth show, Ryan. Right. Oh, shit. <laughs> Go, Ryan. Oh, and Marco's, too. Well, look at that. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. So, Melanie has been on <laughs> the show more than both of you combined. So there oh, wow. <laughs> that puts things in perspective. <laughs> you guys are just... You're notoriously difficult to book. So... <laughs> so. I've heard that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but otherwise, Melanie, you're uh, you're in your own your own place. I am, yeah. Um, like I was telling you, like before the show, I am officially a midtowner mm-hmm. because someone tried to steal my bike. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 Uh, Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least at least you had gotten tipped off enough to know to have two locks. Yep. Very so, true. yeah, okay. I think I had a bike stolen. Uh, yeah, from wh- uh, when I lived in Midtown as well. Um, but I think that was, I also didn't lock it up very well. It was, uh, they were under like stairs that I didn't think anybody went under. And uh, they did. Thieves did. <laughs> that, that seemed to be like their favorite thing. <laughs> uh, and you're, uh, you're in the current season of um, Neo Punk City that just uh, was just released the first episode uh, recently, like this last week, I think, right? Yeah, that was a lot of fun to do. So, yeah. uh, so yeah, check them out. Uh, check them out. I'm sure someone, probably Stephen, will drop the link uh, in the chat. But uh, we're doing a different show. So let's do that one instead. 
Yeah, let's finally get the show started. The the, the stab show, <clears throat> the one that you may or may not have purposefully tuned into. Uh, we start with segment one because uh, we don't do them by letter. Otherwise, it would be segment A. Uh, it's reorganization. <laughs> Please take the following acronym and reimagine it. Who or what might it now represent? Actions. They're happening. Every second. How many? Lots. Why, the folks at the Atmospheric Research Center are so into actions that they like to measure them in the maps or millions of actions per second. But if this year has taught us anything, it's that we can barely handle two or three actions per day. So how about we forget about that take on maps and you tell me who or what else maps might stand for or represent to you. Ryan King, your M-A-P-S, please. Thank you for asking, Jesse Jones. Sure. Uh, MAPS stands for me as Pope. Sound good. <laughs> and sound good is hyphenated. Um, sure. So uh, me as Pope. Sound good. <laughs> Hi there. I'm quasi-frequent stab panelist Ryan Clark King. And I really want to be the Pope. Please make me the Pope. I want to be the Pope. Now, you might be thinking... <laughs> Why would I want this large, pasty, scraggly-bearded man-baby as the Pope, the leader of the Catholic faith? I'm glad you asked, audience. Since the beginning of modern civilization, the Pope has stood as an unwavering symbol of hope and faith. A bastion of purity, honesty, and dedication, offering solace to lost souls, traveling the world, bringing different leaders and nations together, together under the quest for global peace. Also, can you imagine me in that Pope hat? Yowza, wowza. And I'm pretty sure being the Pope automatically makes you Italian, which would be great for me. Please make me the Pope. I want to be the Pope. Mamma mia. Now, why do I want to be the Pope, I hear you asking. Well, all my life I've wanted to be someone. Someone important. Someone who wears a big fancy hat. Someone who people trust and respect, probably because they wear a big Fancy hat, please make me Pope. Listen, at this at this point, why not me? All the other Popes have been boring. Lamesville. When you become Pope, you have the chance to choose your new Pope name. It's a great opportunity. All the other Popes have like the same four freaking names. What's up with that, Popes? You deserve a Pope with a strong kick-ass Pope name. Like Pope Rambo, Pope Ryu from Street Fighter. Pope Zangief, also from Street Fighter, or Pope Gun. Please make me Pope. I want to wear the Pope hat, which I just Googled and learned is called a Mitra, which I would be able to pronounce better if I was Pope. Please make me Pope. Listen, times have changed. We need a new kind of Pope. A Pope for modern times. A Pope that can stand up to all the enduring hatred and bigotry in the world and bring us together as humans. We need a new Pope. A young Pope. Not to be confused with the hit HBO drama series, The Young Pope, starring Jude Law, which I, by the way, I thought was going to be a comedy about like a hip young pope who breaks all the rules, but it's like just really about a, a guy who becomes pope to get power or something. I didn't really watch the show, but overall, I heard good things about it. Please make me pope! I want to be pope! <laughs> Ryan King. Uh, <laughs> me as pope? <laughs> oh, Ryan King. Uh, well, there's there's great debate in the chat. Um, you got about whether Ryan should be Pope. Yeah, yeah. You got Ryan. Uh, you got Daniel Kesnich uh, with uh, hashtag Make Ryan Pope. He's here for Pope Gun. Um, <laughs> but Michelle Petro says, "Do not make Ryan Pope." What the fuck? So I don't know. Alyssa, make Ryan Pope. <laughs> Katie loved it. So I don't know. It's it's a very divisive issue making Ryan King Pope. Yeah, I only need a three fourths majority to be uh, voted in Pope. So. <laughs> oh shit! Well, law yeah. saying Ryan can be Pope. I, well, I did it, research for this. You, did, did you research who? who I researched. I researched popes. <laughs> you need a two thirds majority of, you know, them, them people in the hats with the yeah. I guess red robes. I guess. <laughs> I'm going to assume it's Catholics. I don't think you yeah, just get know. a hashtag on Twitter or whatever and have it be like, that's how you do it. 
No, <laughs> the Baptists. They they vote you in for Pope. They I have think. a weird power over the <laughs> <Yeah>. It's <laughs> crazy. <of> Pope. <laughs> All right. Uh, Ryan popping in and out of freezing, but you're still good here, so I'm glad. Um, all right. <laughs> Marco. <clears throat> yeah, Jesse. You wrote something <laughs> about MAPS, did you not? I did. How about you read that then? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get my <laughs> my Def Leppard Hysteria notebook. <laughs> oh, I don't have good light. The thing about that notebook is it's just a spiral notebook. It's not like a, a three-ring binder that you can keep refilling. How does that still have unused paper in it? Oh, no, I'm at the end now. <laughs> this is the last page right here. <laughs> oh, Your no. show, I have two pages left in my Def Leppard Hysteria notebook. Jeez. To be fair, I do remember it sort of being towards the beginning when we were using it. So that's that's fair. <laughs> it has Herald notes in it. I think. <laughs> <Nice>. um, <laughs> so it's like 23. Anyway. <clears throat> M-A-P-S. Your metal band's producer just got done straddling the toilet like a Shetland and railed enough cocaine of, off the porcelain head of, to, of that pony to bury a DeLorean. That's gas tank is also filled with coke, tasty, tasty cocaine. He charges back in the control room and almost makes eye contact with the bass player before spitting on the nerdy engineer to get his attention to stop recording the rhythm guitarist's stupid rhythm guitar track because he just figured out how to fix that song from yesterday that he spent all day saying was stupider than your mom's O face. The drummer pipes up to ask how Mr. Producer is going to fix the song, but Mr. Producer doesn't hear him and just laughs and laughs at your drummer because he's Danish and his accent's stupid and it doesn't matter how much black metal your country conjures up if you talk like a rubber band. <laughs> Finally, the singer asks the same question and the producer answers loud, state, state, or screaming, maps! Like that cleared it up. <laughs> After we stare blankly, he begins to play air guitar and make stupid noises with his mouth before finally pointing to you and your spandex and leather, holding the pointiest guitar that the Eastern Bloc could ban. And he screams with righteous fury, metal as power solo. Of course, we all smile. He's so right, just like he was last time. And the song before that, metal as power solo is your metal album's or metal has power solo is always the answer. If your metal album has nine songs because every great metal album has a single digit number of songs, then your metal album better have 12 fucking map solos on it by Satan's Hails and Horns, damn it. That's it. Metal ass power solo, fucking obviously. Duh. <laughs> I'm sorry. That took a DeLorean snowdrift <laughs> to be able to figure out metal ass power solo <laughs> <laughs> it's like that the producer would be like you should play a wicked solo <laughs> like yeah <laughs> you know that thing we were fucking around with for, for like 14 hours yesterday <laughs> why the fuck didn't anybody say solo at any point <laughs> <laughs> yeah you get it. You can produce a Danish black metal album or whatever the fuck. It's got it. It writes itself. <laughs> hey, all that shit that isn't a power solo, cut that, add this. <laughs> uh, oh, so good. Melanie, uh, you, weirdly enough, were also <laughs> asked for, <laughs> for an MAPS. What you got? the triad of testimonies for you um first testimony is from mark r i first discovered it about myself when i was 14. up to that point i had only experienced them sliced wilted on a fast food burger as far as i knew i was the only person in my family who even liked the taste then i went to a barbecue at my high school sweetheart's house and off to the side of the burger they had given us spears as I became as rigid as the fresh cut itself, I knew there was something deeply wrong with me. I spent years struggling with my impulses to masturbate at the sight of full and quartered pickles alone in secrecy. Then, by accident, by fortunate accident, I discovered the MAPS support group for men attracted to pickle spears. 
I am no longer ashamed of who I am. My name is Mark, and I am horny for pickles. <laughs> Testimony from Steve B. <laughs> I love the guys at Maps, man. <laughs> they give me all sorts of new and inventive ways to pickle my cucumber over pickled cucumbers. I've never come so hard. <laughs> Testimony from Samuel J. I cannot recommend the MAPS support group to others. They are cucumber supremacists. When I mentioned my love for pickled carrot spears, they called me a pervert and a freak. There is nothing sadder to me than a press group inviting scene <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I thought there were more testimonials <laughs> oh <laughs> men attracted to pickle spears uh, <laughs> Melanie Ford thank you that's reorganization segment two <clears throat> pickup lines dovetailing perfectly out of an attraction to pickle spears uh <laughs> It's hard to express feelings, especially just cold calling your feelings to some stranger you're meeting in a stranger meeting place where people like to meet one another for the potentially pros <laughs> prospecting of naked good times. That's where pickup lines are a lifesaver. They show your potential mate that you're a clever wordsmith and that you like their parts and how they're situated. Like a lot. So... Please give me three pickup lines to or from the following people, places, or things. We'll go one at a time, giving one at a time. Cycle back through. You guys understand how this works. Ryan King. Yes. Give us your first pickup line to or from a claw game. Hey, baby. I'm a claw game. Uh-huh. When you turn me on, there's only a 1 in 21 chance that full power will be diverted to my claw, allowing me to fully pick up and deposit an object. That's right, claw machines are designed to function as gambling games, not games of skill like many believe. <laughs> and see. That's, that's terrible and to know that that's I a fact. I know that. <laughs> yeah, so like when you do it, it's That's like, why the claw sucks. That's, yeah, it sucks because they don't put power I, in it. I just assumed it sucked all the time and you had to get lucky to <laughs> kind of like grab it right. I mean, technically it's, you do. If it's 1 in yeah. 21, it I does suck so. almost all the time. Yeah. You just have to... Was my I, Maybe you should be Pope. That's pretty fucking impressive. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know yeah. that. <laughs> You've just shattered... Pope, Popes my... need to crack down on the whole <laughs> claw game is gambling uh, <laughs> issue. I'll like do that. when when I'm able to go to Denny's again someday, you, <laughs> you've just saved me so much money. I'll never yeah. trust the claw again. Because I need to make back their profit. Because each uh, step animal costs around seven bucks. So that's it's. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop talking. Yeah, I could I could keep going, but I won't. No, you've got two more. Save it. Uh, <laughs> yes, thank you, <laughs> Marco. Give us your first pickup line to or from chopped liver. <laughs> chopped liver. <laughs> hey, girl. <laughs> Catch me at the delicatessen. I'd look good smeared all over your rye bread. <laughs> I don't really know what that means. <laughs> That's the first one. Yeah. Yeah. You really don't have to know what innuendo means, just so long as you sell it. As long as you're <laughs> implying something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, Melanie. Right. Um, all mine are two, the detective. Two. All right. I will try and remember. I'm going to write two. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Melanie, uh, your first of three pickup lines to a hard-boiled noir detective. Hey there. I've, uh, I've got a clue you can put under your magnifying glass. <laughs> <laughs> we were waiting for more, just like that detective. <laughs> <laughs> All right. God damn it. Uh, Ryan King, your second. Uh, this is going to make me sad. Your <laughs> pickup lines are, aren't supposed to make you sad. That's the opposite of what they're supposed to. They're not supposed to destroy boners. All right. Uh, <laughs> Ryan King. A second pickup line to or from a claw game. 
was gonna take off my glasses to look sexier, but I can't read my <laughs> uh, my computer when I do that, so I'm gonna leave them on. A machine, and I want more than just your quarters stuck in me. All right, that's straightforward. That's, that's enough, it. That, all right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's implying like a like genitals, I guess. <laughs> yes. Or maybe like a sock. <laughs> Want him stuck? <laughs> I want, I want your flat, short genitals stuck into me. Just stuck. It's not gonna come out. Just... You're gonna hit the button. It's gonna stay. Uh, Marco, <laughs> your second pickup line to her from Chop Liver. Hey, girl. You like a man who's been smashed to a pate and mixed with goose fat and hard-boiled eggs? Of course you do. <laughs> of course you do. Uh, <laughs> Melanie, uh, your your second pickup line to a hard-boiled noir detective. Are you looking for a power-hungry woman who will destroy your life? Because I am none of those things, but I, I will put out anyway. <laughs> 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 this isn't the bombshell you're looking for. Uh, <laughs> all right, Ryan King, <clears throat> your third of three pickup lines to or from a claw game. Hey, baby, I'm a claw game. Uh-huh. <laughs> Did you read that? <laughs> uh, I actually wrote down claw machine noises. <laughs> And uh, actually, I did write out. Uh, I wrote out "zert" and "vert." Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because so. I know, uh, speaking from my personal experience, <laughs> I would have uh, phonetically written out all of those sounds. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. You freaking got it. Vert, vert, chert. Yep. That's a C H R T. That's a V R R T. Yeah. Yeah. Big distinction. Yeah. Uh, Marco Gabotti, your third pickup line to or from Chop Liver. All right. Hey, girl. <laughs> I might just be chopped liver, but I'm girthy and firm, like a like a blackout drunk's liver. Because <laughs> they got big livers, right? Sure, I think so. I think that's part of the thing. Because it gives psoriasis. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's hard, <laughs> sexy. <laughs> <laughs> It's gross. I had to look it up. Yeah. I was like, what does it look like? Oh, that's worse than I thought. <laughs> it's why it's been given such a hard time over the years. Being compared to it is no fun. Agreed. <laughs> and Melanie, your third of three to a hard-boiled noir detective. Hey, uh, do you have a troubled past you'd like to distract yourself with with uh, casual sex? Wait a minute. Oh, I'm so sorry, you guys. This is just one of my personal pickup lines that I use in my real life. This is really embarrassing. I'm sorry. Oh, awkward. <laughs> I like that you wrote him to the to the detective because it's like you're the 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 dame who came in. Yeah. Because it's like like you're like my my husband's been murdered. Hey there, big boy. <laughs> like it's like the worst time ever. <laughs> You got to choose your moments, and that <laughs> that one might not be it. <laughs> you got a troubled past. You want to? Oh, sorry. Hmm. <laughs> All right, segment three. Oh, it's one of the new ones that we've been enjoying. It's recipes. Um, oh. We are truly the sum of all of our parts. Uh, we're, fami- we're familiar with how snips and snails and puppy dogs' tails and sugar and spice and everything nice are what little boys and little girls are made of, but. What about other things? They're made of things too, right? The entire premise of this bit counts on it. Uh, <laughs> give me your recipes for making these other noun type things. Oh, I'd completely forgotten this one. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Um, so first, I'll tell you, uh, I'll tell you what Ryan's is and what I almost went with. And at, when you hear them both, they're basically the same person. So. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Ryan is going to give us the recipe for a guy with a pet tarantula. 
And I almost <laughs> I almost changed it to a guy who owns a pair of nunchucks. But again, <laughs> same person. The same person. One assumes that you have nunchucks if you have a tarantula. Yeah. All right, Ryan King, your recipe for a guy with a pet tarantula. You got it. And so am I coming through okay? My my connection was a little choppy. Uh, I think we're back in the sweet spot, hopefully. So we'll see how it goes. Cool. I'll do this really fast then. <laughs> Um, just it's gonna be normal speed for me. Um, okay, uh, I gotta scroll. Uh, recipe for a guy with a pet tarantula: you will need one large pressure cooker. Ingredients: roughly 195 pounds of guy, preferably lean muscle. One tarantula, hairy. One liter of middle-class suburban up. Two teaspoons of ROTC during high school. <laughs> One cup of crushed monster cans, flattened. <laughs> Two bay leaves sprayed to shit in Axe body spray. One ounce manic depression. And a sprinkle of punched drywall. <laughs> Directions. Combine liquid ROTC, crushed monster cans, and manic depression in a multifunctional pressure cooker, such as an Instant Pot. Add Axe sprayed body bay leaves and punch drywall. Then add guy to the pot and place tarantula on top. Close and lock the lid. Set the valve to brooding. Choose high pressure and set timer for 25 years. <laughs> then release pressure while listening to the entire album The Way of the Fist by Five Finger Death Punch. Mm -hmm. Unlock and remove lid. <laughs> and and recipe. <laughs> we were just making sure because you froze for a sec. Just making sure you oh, were actually shit. making sure you were actually done. You went, you got you finished it properly. So we were just making sure. Ryan King, uh, <laughs> is spot on recipe for a guy with a pet tarantula. Uh, Marco, <clears throat> let me set this tea up for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And balance this ball on it. Uh, <laughs> give us your recipe for an 80s movie villain. 80s movie villain. Recipe. <laughs> One container gross hair gel. <laughs> Hi, kitty. <laughs> One box henchmen. Ninjas if available. Ta One table with intricate model. Of a of a tower or a bridge or something that the the bad guys they want to make and the, the good guys can't allow to have made or it means they lost. <laughs> one chair for here one one chair for hero's kidnapped wife or daughter, optional second chair for young son. <laughs> Two Dobermans. Three cups unintentional homoeroticism. One cup stupid facial hair. <laughs> I don't know what I wrote there. Nose important. One yellable name must be screamable for when you kill the hero's partner two days before retirement. Two syllables preferred. Mix in large bowl and cook over fire. This is what I got. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Uh, it's Marco's recipe for an '80s movie villain, and uh, I saw that you uh, you name checked this one in a post today, Melanie. So I hope that means it's it's something that you enjoy. <laughs> uh, so, Melanie, give us your recipe for a middle school slumber party. To make a middle school slumber party, you will need six uncomfortable adolescents, two of whom are questioning their sexuality. You will need five sleeping bags, four uncomfortable places to sleep on the floor, eight bags of popcorn, five board games, five sleepover supply bags, five age-appropriate movies, one questionably acquisitioned adult film, one pair of adults who are not paying close enough attention, and a pinch of casual homophobia. First, you're going to place the six adolescents in the living room around 5 p.m. Make sure that the two who are questioning their sexualities are intensely bonded, but don't seem to realize that they're in the same boat of existential terror. Lay the five sleeping bags on the floor. The host will sleep in their own bed because they've recently discovered masturbation. The space will be too tight and the bags will barely fit. An adolescent will joke that the two questioning adolescents should just share the space since they're so close anyway. 
The questioning adolescents will laugh too loudly and too nervously. Next, remove the parents from the living room. This will happen with little resistance. They are totally burnt out from 13 years of parenting their nightmare child. Wine is optional, but must be used generously. Pepper in an adolescent debate over which age-appropriate movie will be watched first. As the argument boils over, gingerly add the adult movie, preferably unethically sourced from one of the father's home collections. Marinade the adolescents in the tense, horny debate over whether they can get away with this. If you happen to notice one adolescent who isn't quite on the same development track, becoming deeply disappointed that they aren't going to be watching Spy Kids 3, that is a good sign. It makes for a richer middle school slumber party. Vaguely pack the crust of the living room with the board games, films, and supply bags while the adolescents are fixated on the adult film like a train wreck. Mix in some of that sprinkle of casual homophobia at the token lesbian sex scene. Don't be startled when there is more intense nervous laughter from the questioning adolescents. At 8 p.m., you will find the adolescents claiming they're all ready for bed, but don't worry, they're just horny and panicking. Simmer the questioning adolescents in the tight sleeping space. Nothing will happen between them, but they will make jokes about the tense, awkward, confusingly romantic nature of their friendship on the internet for clout in about 10 to 15 years. Allow the slumber party to rest overnight. It will get very noisy, which is a normal part of the baking process. Serves 12 to 60 cringe memories that will haunt you for life. <laughs> oh. Wow. That was oh. great. <laughs> Oh, so good. Uh, <laughs> Melanie's <laughs> recipe for a middle school slumber party. Uh, segment four. Oh, we're chugging along, basically because that's how the show works. It's right an angry poem. Um, you've got a poet's soul, but you've also got a lot of pent-up shit that needs dealing with. Why not, then, use one to help the other? Please write an angry poem about the following subjects. Ryan King. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> it helps that I wrote these like two days ago, so it's long enough for me to forget <laughs> and then be, be overjoyed when I'm reminded. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ryan King, write us an angry poem about chonky boys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would love to. <clears throat> um, can I request, uh, when I take a small, uh, slight pause, can I get some snaps from my oh, sure. uh, friends in the call? Thank I you. Mean, yeah. I mean, only if you feel only if you feel compelled to snap. I don't want you to snap if you don't feel compelled. Yeah. Um, Got to earn it. Yeah, exactly. Chunky boys, chunky <laughs> boys, making all this chunky noise. All these animals, they are so chunky. If you ask me, it's pretty funky. Chonky animals are so cute. I am smart. I am astute. If they are cute, then why aren't I? Is it because I am boy, B-O-Y, not B-O-I? I am chonky, belly, but I got it all. Am I not cute because I'm not an animal? Am I not worthy of affection because I am not a cat with a larger than normal midsection? Watching their bellies sway to and fro. They are not friends, they are foe. <laughs> I am filled with anger, filled with rage. I am caught in a chonky daze. Chonky boys, <laughs> chonky boys. Have you ever seen a chonky koi? I am angry. <laughs> Sorry for that one. I am angry, I am upset. I want to be someone's chonky pet. <laughs> End poem. Thank you. <laughs> the problem was, it was so well done, I didn't recognize chonky koi as like a chonky koi fish <laughs> until you were already moved on. So you That's just. Okay. It was too good. It was layered in there too smooth. That was yeah, it's, it's going to give you something to ponder on. Yeah, you know, exactly. Movie, <laughs> as you ruminate. I don't think so. I have seen a chonky koi. So. <laughs> <laughs> for thought there. Ryan Sounds King's fair. angry poem about chonky boys. Uh, Marco, get all angry and poetic about science fiction. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so many lasers. <laughs> they flash and gleam and hit the hull and nothing. 
shields, ready the teleporter, so many buttons. <laughs> I want shiny. The green skies, the purple people, the red alert, Ex <laughs> excitement. <laughs> the ham fisted social commentary. turn this back up okay that was it that was it <laughs> oh i just want i want to hear that from the perspective of marco's neighbors <laughs> <laughs> the hell pew 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 <laughs> well done marco gabotti's angry poem about science fiction melanie Let's wrap up segment four with your angry poem about autumn. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I wrote a limerick. Sure. Uh, uh, there once was a season called autumn <laughs> where all the basic bitches had got them. Mm -hmm. All the things flavored pumpkin because of capitalist consumption. I say, go ahead and shove this gourd up your bottom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck autumn. All right. Fuck autumn. <laughs> Put that in its place. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid oranges and yellows and browns and bullshit. <laughs> oh, crinkle, crinkle, I'm a leaf. Shut up. <laughs> All right. That brings us to segment five. Oh, a good old standard, a fan favorite. Department of Tourism. Uh, someday, we'll probably be allowed to venture forth again into the great unknown, visiting places familiar and new. Right now, not so much. But we can dream, can't we? So, congratulations. You've been hired as a tourism director to the following places. Please make us want to come visit or live there someday. Why not? Ryan King. <laughs> yes. Make Am I unfrozen? Uh, you are, as far as we know. Um, Fantastic. Make us want to come visit, live, summer, <laughs> what have you, uh, in the town of Glow Up Ramento. Will do. Glow Up Ramento. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I, I got just it. got it. <laughs> <laughs> hey there. I'm Kate with a C. And I want to invite you to live in beautiful Goa Ramento. So today, I'm going to walk you through some of the procedures that are required to live here. Come on, follow me. <laughs> here we are. <laughs> We're just going to walk a little bit farther. Here we are at the entrance. Uh, at this entrance, we have one of our hunky attendants slowly take off your glasses and push your hair out of your face. <laughs> As you look into the mirror and realize you were beautiful all along, as long as you subscribe to conventional beauty standards. <laughs> Next stop, come on! <laughs> wow, here we are at our waxing parlor, where we remove any unsightly hairs on your arms, legs, shoulders, nostrils, ears, knuckles, feet, chest, lips, neck, back, pussy, crack, and space between your eyebrows. <laughs> Here in Globe Romento, each extraneous body hair is a sin and a sign of personal failure. <laughs> now, all this may seem extreme, but we here in Globe Romento, we believe that your flaws are what make you you. And we also believe that destroying or disguising your, fa your flaws through daily practices will make you an even better you. On to our next stop. All aboard. Choo-choo. <laughs> I'm just kidding. There's no train. We're going to walk. Here we are at our hair salon, where each resident is required to get a haircut that makes your ex say, Wow, I want to get back with that person because they received a moderate aesthetic change. Am I a bad person? The answer is yes, your ex is a bad person. And this haircut will rub that fact into their stupid, dumb faces. You see my new pixie cut, Chad? 
I'm independent now, Chad. <laughs> Fuck you, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I lost my chill for a sec. So come come and join me and live in Glow Up Romento. Glow Up Romento. Where you can become a better you. Mostly despite Chad. Fuck you, Chad. <laughs> Ryan King, <clears throat> inviting you to enjoy Glow Up Romento. Come, change. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ryan, uh, how can folk get their fill of Pope Gun, the Chonky Boy? <laughs> oh, um, I... Jesse, I'm glad you asked that. You're frozen for me. I hope I'm. I hope I'm moving. You're good. You're okay, good. good. I just want to check, just to make sure I'm not yelling to the void constantly. Mm -hmm. You can follow me on Facebook. Mm -hmm. uh, I have a page there called Duck Boy, where I occasionally do uh, streams of video games, and maybe I post some other content there. You can follow me on Instagram, also at Duck Boy, where you can just follow me on Instagram, like you would follow anybody else. Um, and I, I do various shows online and stuff. Uh, I also have a Twitch like where I stream video games occasionally. Cool. Um, yeah. Awesome. Well, and also, uh, folks can see you uh, this Saturday oh. in New Ha Ha Horizons, uh, debut of our our uh, Animal Crossing improv group. <laughs> exactly. I it combines my two loves. Yeah. At some point, we'll oh. rehearse before the show. Uh, <laughs> not when we're big, not yeah. big stars like us. Yeah, <laughs> let's see if we can get Wade into the show. I don't know. He's <laughs> he's probably booked. All right, <laughs> Marco Cabote. Oh. Did you just say you business? Did you business expense a a, a switch? I mean, tech <laughs> technically. <laughs> I, <laughs> That's what I heard. Uh, I mean. <laughs> Not that I'm ever going to itemize anything for. I'm, we don't make it's enough for money. work. <laughs> but yes, technically, it is for work, as far <laughs> as the federal government is concerned. Uh, <laughs> Marco Gabodi. Oh, it looks like you wore some merch from your destination. That uh, might have been planned. <laughs> it may have been. Welcome, welcome us all uh, to to your destination. Make us want to come to Diodelphia. <clears throat> hey angel are you ready to ride the tiger are you ready to stand up and shout don't get caught in the middle of this of, of a gypsy right straight through the heart of a shame on the night that comes down the rainbow in the dark that is Dio T Delphia. <laughs> I always want to say Diotopia yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't be the last in line because we rock <laughs> at the night and be transported to Egypt where the chains are off and see the sacred heart that just might lead you to be the king of rock and roll. No, it's not another eye, rock and roll children. You'll be hungry for heaven like the best of best of a beat. Oh, beat of a heart. So don't say all the fools sailed away and end up naked in the rain, dream, dream evil, and face the window. Lock up the wolves because you're going to or because you were born on the sun, wild one. So get on the strange highway, firehead, and turn off those angry machines because there's magic in the air, and we're getting we're we got a dragon to kill. So you could be the master of the moon here in Diodelphia. Hit every album, <laughs> Marco Cabote. Oh. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's prompts like that where I sometimes miss the the old gag of. <laughs> of laying in the song titles to make sentences. <laughs> I didn't even try. <laughs> no. It was like I'm not even going to make words or sentences. <laughs> name check title. So I had good. actually a second page where I was going to do an entire thing and I didn't mention Dio and it was all about an anime character <laughs> named Dio. Uh. Just to sideline you and be like, no, fuck you. I did it about this. <laughs> Set me up and I missed on purpose. <laughs> I do enjoy a good purposeful swerve. Uh, <laughs> Marco Cabote, uh how can people <laughs> get their their own uh taste of Lady Evil? Uh <laughs> that is Marco Cabote. Uh, you can mail me a letter. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I kind of asked this once before, and I'm like, I have no idea how to answer that. Yeah. Uh, I, if Squad Patrol does a show, then we'll do it. Yeah. Uh, I also have streamed games 
sometimes, sure. but I haven't done it very often. Uh, so, you know, whenever, whatever. I don't have a social media handle to throw out there. <laughs> well, just look up into the sky. <laughs> and when you hear that howl of Dio's highest note, know <laughs> that Marco is out there doing something. That's, that's right, Jesse. <laughs> I believe in it. Uh, yeah, well, great to have you, as always. Yeah, it's always fun. Yeah. Uh, and Melanie, since we like to go out on a pop, as they say, um, how can people enjoy their Melanie Fords uh, oh, online yeah. or uh, or whatnot? What you got going on? How can people follow you? Yeah, so I'm on Instagram as uh, Malagna, and then the second O is a, the second O is a zero instead of a zero, or instead of an O. Um, anyway. Um, I have the same handle on, on TikTok if you're still able to download it. I don't actually know what happened with that. Um, but it's all just letters. Um, I'm also building a YouTube channel, but I'm not quite ready to promote it yet. Maybe next time. Sure. Yeah. Be on the lookout. Well, cool. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, we'll have you on again soon. So we've already got the promo for the next one. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, and also just a reminder to listen to NPC. That was a lot of fun. So to do it. Yeah, and they usually break that up into... I don't know how many episodes per season. So there's probably at least three or so, I would guess, more in the season. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. So check that, check that out. The NPC podcast, Neopunk City. Um, all right. Melanie, close us out here with your pitch to get us all to want to come and join you at <laughs> the State Fair Islands. Are you disappointed that most state fairs in our country are canceled because there's no way to socially distance at them? I sure am. Fortunately, when all this shit is over in 16 years, you'll be able to come to the State Fair Islands any time of year. Book your trip now. At the State Fair Islands, it's the State Fair all year round. Eat deep fried food until your gallbladder falls out your ass. Ride cheaply built roller coasters until you're legitimately scared for your mortal well-being. Admire livestock and pretend they aren't about to get eaten in a few weeks. You can even learn random local trivia about all 50 states on our the part of the state fair only nerds come for island. If you have that one loser kid in your family who can't eat anything spicier than garbanzo beans and throws up at the first sign of a loop-de-loop, condemn them there so that the rest of the family can have all fun. So condemn them there so the rest of your family can have fun without all these accommodations. Little Noah will thank you. Book your trip today to the State Fair Islands and you'll be able to make up for the 16 State Fairs you're going to miss. <laughs> Melanie Ford, <laughs> making you want to visit the State Fair Islands. Uh, and that is the Stab Show. Thank you for tuning in. And especially thank you to Ryan King, Marco Cabote, and Melanie Ford for giving us that sweet, sweet stabby stab. Did you find yourself actually liking what you were hearing here on Stab? Well, you're in luck. Because there's 233 more of them where this one came from. And you can listen to them all, one at a time, of course, through your podcast venue of choice. Be it Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and, of course, Podknife. And also be sure to check in and watch Stab happen in real time on Stab Comedy Theater TV every Thursday at 8 p.m. We'd love to see your adorable little screen name scroll on by. So, until next time, just know I'll be here waiting and absolutely in a creepy way. Good night. <laughs>